0: Hey there. I'm Mungesh, together a co-host of Part-Time Genius, one of the founders of Mental Floss, and this is Humans Growing Stuff, a collaboration from iHeartRadio and your friends at Miracle Grow. Our goal is to make this the most human show about plants you'll ever listen to. And along the way, we'll share inspiring stories, tips and tricks to nurture your plant addiction, and just enough science to make you sound like an expert. We are on summer break right now, but because Molly and I cannot stop our plant addictions, we are bringing you some mini episodes to brighten up your feed and grow your plant curiosity. Throughout the summer, we'll be dropping incredible stories from growers, advice from experts, and we'll even have some fun conversations around fascinating plant facts. So for this bonus episode, we are sharing some of the most interesting and unusual places people have grown vegetable gardens, proving no matter where you are, you've got enough room for a garden. From tiny houses to difficult soil, we love hearing about the clever ways people have grown plants in seemingly ungrowable spaces. Just personally, I feel like it gives me even more motivation and no excuse for not keeping my plants alive in completely ordinary circumstances. So today we are sharing four unexpected places you can grow plants. Number one, potholes. So we all know no one likes a pothole, but in Toronto, residents in the Summerhill area had been complaining about a giant pothole to city officials for like months. And when the complaints fell on deaf ears, they decided to take these matters into their own hands by launching a highly unusual protest. All these fed up locals planted protest tomatoes inside the road hazard to make a community garden of sorts. And as the tomatoes grew and found their way onto social media, as things do, all these embarrassed city officials quickly addressed the issue and fixed up the pothole. Now, as for the tomato plants, they also got a happy ending because they were transferred to a local community garden where they're living out their lives above ground. Two make use of an abandoned train tunnel. So in New South Wales, Australia, Dr. Noel Arnold has found a unique place to grow exotic mushrooms, and he uses an abandoned railway tunnel. He doesn't just produce a few mushrooms for home cooking though, Dr. Arnold actually manages to produce over 1.5 tons of mushrooms every week, every week. And apparently the tunnel's damp conditions create an unusually controlled environment for both temperature and humidity. Because mushrooms don't need light for photosynthesis, they are also not bothered by this lack of sunshine. So today, Dr. Arnold grows everything from shiitake and chestnut mushrooms to fluorescent pink and blue oyster mushrooms at his Lee Sun exotic mushroom farm. The mushrooms are sold to restaurants across the country, but if you want to sample the wares in person, Dr. Arnold gives tours of his mushroom farm twice a year. Three. Three. On a ball gown. In 2012, Stevie Famulari launched a line of dresses known as Garden Parties, and her dresses use this felt-like fabric that holds seeds and retains moisture in a unique way such that the dresses actually grow, flower, and reseed themselves. It's literally like wearing your garden around, and they are renewable. As she told Syracuse.com, one of the opera gowns she designed has already died once and grown back. Instead of floral prints, each dress has over 5,000 living blossoms, including poppies, violets, and baby sprouts. But the idea for the fashion line comes from an unusual place. Famulari actually came up with the idea when she first saw these landscape engineers studying geotextile erosion. They were spraying down a road and trying to make seeds grow on a vertical surface without falling off. So after years of experimenting with that technology, she came up with this fabric that creates its own ecosystem. Of course, the dresses aren't just appealing to hobbyist gardeners, they've made waves in the fashion world too. And as one stylist noted, Famulari's opera gown is beautiful, but it's her stylish long coat that could actually work as a replacement for fur in years to come. Plus, it supposedly smells like spring. Four, under the sea. The ocean is home to a lot of vegetation like seaweed and kelp, but do you ever think about basil growing there? Nemo's garden off the coast of Noli in northwestern Italy is using underwater pods to grow vegetables and herbs in the ocean. So this all started in 2012 when Sergio Gambarini, who's a scuba diving professional and trained chemical engineer, was hanging out with some local farmers whose crops were suffering. It was all disastrous because of the cold weather. And so on a lark, he wondered if he could grow plants underwater where they wouldn't be subject to the same weather conditions or even things like pests. So after building this little plastic biosphere and watching basil plants sprout underwater in less than 48 hours, Gambarini knew he was onto something. Today, he has six greenhouses underwater where he maintains a farm of over 700 plants, including strawberries, lettuce, Tomatoes, zucchini, peas, mint, thyme, and even aloe vera. And for me, I just love the idea that when I go blueberry picking with my kids, it'll be underwater from now on. That's it for today's bonus episode. Check back here again for more bonus episodes this summer. And don't forget, no matter what season it is or where you're at in your gardening journey, there's some incredible resources waiting for you on the Miracle Grow website. Humans growing stuff is a collaboration from iHeartRadio and your friends at Miracle Grow. Our show is written and produced by Molly Sosha and me, Mungesh Hetikar. This episode was edited and engineered by Matt Stillo.